So how was uh, dinner? Very yeah. good. Good. Yeah. And you went to Montrose. Yeah. I think th are they the first group to ever go to Montrose? No. No. Um. The um. Were the. What was that noise? I don't want any phones on. I hate to break somebody's phone. Or I could stick it up your ass. It's uh, for some of you, for the English guys, uh, lads, they probably like that better. <laughs> but uh, they have a proclivity for that kind of shite, pun intended. Um, the uh, we had one bit of homework from Monday night. Bendejo. Anyway, uh, we had one bit of homework from Monday night that we didn't do yet. And what was it? Arbitrary. Huh? The arbitrary. Arbitrary. Also the most daring thing you've done so yeah. far. Okay, well let's start with the most daring thing. I, I, I shudder to even ask this question of this group. What's the most daring thing that we've ever done? And don't give me this half-ass seal shit that you went to where they gave you 1,500 calories. I emailed a buddy of mine, a seal, like seal. He came in and says, how about zero calories? <laughs> and I said, well, anyway, okay, what's the most daring thing, um, Brian? Uh, and don't tell me marrying your wife and shit like that, so please, please. That was a mistake you made that has nothing to do with being daring in life. Go ahead. Diving, diving off a 60-foot cliff. 60-foot? Yeah. I've done that. You didn't get knocked out and almost drowned, though. No. In the, I assume in the water. Water. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, and what were the circumstances, briefly? Uh, no, nobody was doing it. Uh, you know, I know I've, that I've feeling. Never, <laughs> I've never, never, uh, I'm not a diver. Uh, How old are you? Oh, 17. Okay. 17, so you think you can live forever. See, I'm just still... 50 years later, I still think I can live forever. Go ahead. Um, yeah, it was, uh, was kind of surreal. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Been there, done that. Rob? I would say buying my company, just because it was completely outside of my comfort zone, and uh, I had to do a lot more work than I had any idea that I was going to have to do, and. If I heard I wasn't going to get it done once, I heard that hundreds of times. One of the things that is kind of a benchmark, you know that you're on the right track when you get out there with the YouTube world. Oh, you can't do that. It's impossible. You can't get it done. You're in a, you're too much of a hurry. You've got to think it through. Think it through more. You know you're on the right track. Absolutely, you're on the right track. Just the antithesis of what you know. Uh, most of you um, have been um, trained to do. The irony is, when I was doing stuff, my, my my parents, as I told you, they only had one goal for keeping me alive. Or my dad had. I don't know what my mother's goal was. Oh, I forgot my mother today. God damn it. Anyway, uh, but. Um, he didn't, he didn't comment on that because I wasn't doing stuff like that. I wasn't doing well in school. I wasn't, I wasn't doing well in athletics. 
Um, I was doing well and getting in trouble, but uh, that's, the, that's the one thing that was my car, more or less my speciality, getting thrown out of school and stuff, like I showed you. When I graduated from high school, just to give you an idea, <clears throat> I was a C-plus student in high school. When I got my books at the beginning of the semester, you have lockers, you know, you put your books in lockers. Okay, I used to put my books in the locker, and then at the end of the semester, you have to turn your books back. Well, there would be a dust line around my books because I never took a book home. I never moved a book. I never moved it. Not one fucking time in high school. So I graduated with about a 2.7 or a 2.73 uh, out of 4, which is a, it's kind of a C-plus average. Some people call it a B-minus, but it's a C-plus average. And so graduation, three weeks before graduation, Ruben Munoz, who I told you about, Walt Bojack, um, who uh, I've mentioned before, were sitting in a senior quad. The senior quad is place where the seniors could eat lunch and the underclassmen couldn't eat lunch there. <clears throat> so we're eating um, McDonald's hamburgers, no, Big Boy hamburgers. Big Boy was a franchise uh, upgrade of McDonald's. And a guy named Hank Leach, the boys' vice principal, he was the disciplinarian in the school, was walking by and he says, how the fuck did you get them? Always oh, me. Pina, how did you get those goddamn hamburgers? And I said, we uh, ordered in. Well, there was no such a concept <laughs> as ordering in. They locked us on campus. You couldn't leave campus. <clears throat> and he said, uh, I want you <clears throat> three guys to be in my office after lunch. I want to talk to you. So we showed up, uh, dressed very much like you fucking bums, except for uh, Marcus and Robert went out to dinner last night. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> so we get in his office and we're standing in front of his desk like this, and he hands us pieces of paper. And then I said, well, those look like diplomas. And I said, well, you did learn something here in fucking three years, didn't you, Pena? Those are your high school diplomas. Get out. We don't want you to stick around for graduation in three weeks. Well, and I, and Walt, who was the intellect of the three of us, he said, we haven't taken our finals yet. He says, don't worry. Don't worry about it. You graduated. Just get the fuck out. So we took our diplomas and we stuck them in our back pocket. And we went off to uh, the pool hall to shoot nine ball. So after seven, eight, nine pictures of beer, uh, Wojak says, this is 1963, we got our fucking rights, they can't do that to us. Martin Luther King and saying we, uh, uh, whatever he said, and John Kennedy said this, and yeah. So, we, drunk, we got back in, I think it was Ruben's car, and we drove back to campus, and we went back and we just busted into Hank Leeds, we're drunk. We busted into Hank Leeds' office, and we threw our diplomas in his face. And we're going to stay here and you can't do a fucking thing about it. And then I said, I think I might burn the fucking school down. I tried. Uh, and then we did, uh, mayhem ensued those last three weeks. And uh, I think more mayhem ensued because of what happened. I'm not sure we would have done all the shit that we did if he had just chilled and left us alone. But um, when we got out of high school, uh, it was a fucking miracle. It was a mitzvah. A mitzvah. And uh, the, uh, so when I hear some of you guys and I read about what you've done and I get these emails of these bleeding hearts whining and whinging about shit, which in, uh, he must get thousands of them because he's got all these devotees that follow... Uh, the London Real program, um, it's, it's, it used to be, 20 years ago, very, very difficult for me to relate. Because I went from that to the military 
to being around, on purpose, high-performance people. Uh, there's a lot of high-performance people at, at, at Bear Stearns, even though it went out of business. There was a lot of high-performance people. Uh, Ace Greenberg and before him, Cy Lewis. Who, uh, and, but, and so when I started reading these things 20 years ago, and it, our system was nowhere near as sophisticated as it is now, because um, I've tried to keep it simple, um, not just because most of you are retarded, but I try to keep it simple. And, uh, but now, after doing this 21 years, nothing surprises me that I get, you know, nothing. And um, you, you saw that slide about, you know, that I showed you that somebody put an overhead on, you know, uh, suck it harder, blah, blah, blah. Well, nothing, so that surprised me when I got it, but nothing surprised me because of the kind of emails. Okay. Um, Can I yeah, say one last sure. thing? I was told that I was lucky when it got done. Oh, yeah. I was, oh, yeah. Oh, I was lucky. Also, you know you're on track. After you accomplish it, oh, you were lucky this time. Yeah. You better be careful. Then you know for sure because, you know, you're the, the, the stuff. And uh, some people will secretly admire you for doing this stuff. <coughs> Not too many will tell you that. But then after you do it and you're, you're successful and you, you, you complete the tasks, um, the, uh, they will probably, some, you're, a few of you, a lot of you say you have friends, you know. I told you what I, my, what the definition of a friend, my dad's definition of a friend. Manny, Manny, I killed the old lady. That means my wife. My dad says, okay, I'll bring the shovel, you get the lie. Lie is, you know, what you put on them, disintegrate body. <clears throat> Most of you don't have any friends. You gotta have acquaintances. You know, I've got less than that many friends. And, and I've had all of them for about between 40 and 55 years since I was a little kid. But your real friends will be happy for you. But most people will be jealous. When, when Ryan becomes even a more media mogul than he is, and he's really big, um, not everybody's going to like it. That's just the way it is. That comes with the territory. Even some of the London Reeler followers you got now, they're going to say you, you know, if you, God forbid you got a TV show or something like that. Oh, he fucking copped out! You know, the fact that he's able to reach a million people instead of, you know, or 10 million people and put his message, it's about the journey, etc., etc. They won't look at it that way. They'll just say he copped out. And, um, and uh, you all, in different degrees, will have different um, things to deal with because you live in Scotland. I can relate. So you and I will be talking because I can relate to the, the stuff that people are going to say, etc., about you because, you know, you live here. And uh, the, um, when I moved here, they said, it's the 40s here, Dan. Oh, 40, yeah. The 1840s. <laughs> <laughs> they still talk about people that have only been in this area two, three hundred years as interlopers, carpetbaggers. And, um, and, of course, some of the families have been here, well, the Guthries. If I was a gu real Guthrie, then, you know, I've been here since almost the beginning, so that's all right. Squire Guthrie went to, from Arbroath to Calais to bring Willie Wallace back to fight the English. You know, I'd be, everything, everything would be fine, but I'm certainly not a Guthrie. And so, uh, notwithstanding, I'm honorary head of the clan, the, uh, only because I, I live here, not because of any other reason, believe me. Um, okay, um, Brian? 
Uh, probably uh, walking out of the city job, just security, money, my whole sense of identity for 10 years. And uh, I remember those few days before I left, I was, you know, a little antsy. So, and then going into complete unknown. So that was, yeah. Yeah. It, it takes balls. It takes grits. And some people would say not too many, uh, not too many brains to leave that kind of thing. But a lot of people have. I told you about the guy that was here for August. He had just completed his third round of funding. You guys would like one round of funding for your deal, let alone your third round of funding. And he's 30 years old, and now he's a multimillionaire. And he decides, sitting, uh, I think, uh, one of those two seats right there, that I'm going to walk away. Now, how do I walk away professionally with integrity? He's a good old southern boy. Okay, how do I walk away with integrity? Uh, and I didn't do like some people would say, oh, I want you to think about it. You know, go home, chill for a few weeks. You know, maybe in January. No, <laughs> but now, our war plan is new now. Shit can that plan. The new plan is how you get out professionally. How you do it with integrity, blah, 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 blah. But still get it done in a short period of time. And so the, uh, uh, and, uh, and he lives in Beijing. And uh, getting money from the Chinese is not easy. And so his funding has come from Chinese private equity. Uh, and, he's, and he's not Chinese. Uh, and uh, what makes it even harder, um, but that may not be true because the Chinese treat the Chinese worse than, you know, <laughs> Tony's shaking his head yes, they, they, they treat the worse. It's like the Indians in India treat the Indians worse than, you know, they just, it's that Filipinos treat the Filipinos worse. Okay, what's your... Um, when I was uh, when I was a kid in boarding school. Kids, you're still a kid. Now, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna whack you now. Okay, go ahead. We used to on the dorm, on the top floor of the dorm, we would go out uh, on a ledge, maybe six, eight inches in the freezing cold in winter uh, to smoke cigarettes. And if you slip, do drugs. Yeah. Cigarettes and drugs. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Just so the audience gets down, I wasn't born yesterday. Okay. Cigarettes and drugs. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, one slip, the roof was very, very steep, and just like you were, you were going to break your neck. Okay. Anthony? Um, I think the most daring thing I did was to direct the play, because I had to read more than that. By the way, he, he's an after-director, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's English. <laughs> so I direct, so I remortgaged my house, I, uh, you know, booked the venue, uh, and it, I likened it to getting a beast off the ground because it was, you know, I pushed one way and then something else collapsed, and I pushed something out and something else collapsed. So it was kind of bringing. You're going to feel like Atlas Shrugged, the movie, you know, he's pushing up the Atlas up the hill. <clears throat> if you don't feel like that every day, something's not right. I was just, um, um, uh, because your reports, I'm trying to answer them professionally while still giving you all the time you need. So um, I'm, I'm normally uh, a day or two slower answering them when I have a seminar. So uh, one of the guys gave me a long um, a report, a long challenge part, and then he had an addendum to the challenge part. Uh, and so I answered the, ba the base, his questions in the email report, and I said, I don't, I don't have time to read the rest of it, but I will later on this week. Um, so because if he gets the answers back, He's going to say, oh, Dan never scrolled down. He didn't go down to the dead. I do, but I don't have time. It's a long fucking thing. And it's, he's asking some, he's a fucking engineer 
is asking some, you know, not so easy questions. <laughs> but they're all emotional questions. They're not about how to build a fucking bridge. Because he had done all the calculations how he was going to do A, B, C, D, all the way to Z, Z, just like uh, uh, Legos, you know? And, it hasn't, and he's only in his eighth week, and it hasn't worked out that way. Because it never works out that way. <clears throat> and he's a very structured guy. Some of you engineers can relate to this. And, uh, the, uh, and uh, he'll know, he knows how to fix the bridge. He knows how to fill the whole pothole you know, in the road. But the, ro the road of success is always under construction. Always. And, uh, the, uh, and normally what happens, when you fix the bridge and you get across the bridge, the bridge fucking collapses anyway, so there's no way back, so that's good. That's good, so you've got to keep going. But, it, you know, he's done decision trees, and uh, probably everybody in the room knows about decision trees. And so he's decided on this route. Done all the calculations why this route is the route. Based on his previous, he can't help it. Based on his previous education and training. But it was the wrong decision. So now he's got to write me back. I, I didn't even bother you with this question because I thought that it was an easy one, but now it's fucked up. So now what do I do? And so when he should have asked in the beginning, and I would have told him that that wasn't the right one, this is the right one. And the one that he chose was the easiest one for him to make. And when I tell you, just pick the hardest one, and that's normally the right one. Whatever makes you the most uncomfortable is the right decision. Okay. We're going to continue this, but bye-bye, YouTubers.